0: Welcome to the Side of the Desk podcast hosted by Fidelity Jobs and the Fidelity Women's Leadership Group. We are here to have deep discussions on the authentic experience of being a working professional in today's ever-changing workforce. Hi everyone, and thanks for joining us for this episode of Side of the Desk. I'm your host, Alicia Steer. I'm here with today with Farah Qureshi and our guest, Brandon Crone. Brandon, welcome to the episode.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. This month in November, we are celebrating Native American Heritage Month. Brandon, can you tell us a little bit about your tribal affiliation?
1: Yeah, happy to. So I'm in Upper East Side Manhattan now, but um, my tribal affiliations are to the Leech Lake band of Ojibwe. It's a couple hours north or a few hours north of Minneapolis, Minnesota. So Ojibwe, otherwise known as Anishinaabe, um, which just means the the original people.
0: That's very cool. I have never been to Minnesota, but my husband lived there <laughs> for a while and he loves it out there. Um, although I'm, I'm sure downtown Minneapolis is a little bit different from your experiences growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Can you share a little bit about your current role at Fidelity?
1: So my current role, I am a planning consultant. I partner with two of our VP financial consultants out of the Upper East Side. Primary goal of my role now, I suppose, just to deepen client relationships, um, work with our clients just to get a better understanding of what they're looking to accomplish in life, and then just help them align their finances and their goals.
2: That's awesome. And what brought you out to financial services and what brought you out to Fidelity?
1: As far as my, my entry to you know the financial services industry had kind of a unique entry to it, I suppose. I had a um, friend growing up, he wrestled at Arizona State. And at that time I was wrestling at the University of Minnesota. His dad was the CEO of um, an institution headquartered out of Minneapolis. And um, it was one of those things where he knew who I was, thought I'd be a good fit and invited me to to an event. Um, it was one of those things where he kind of was just encouraged me to to stay there for an hour or two. And, you know, it was a lot of people who were much more successful than myself and made me feel very welcomed and um, was a good environment. I ended up staying for the whole event that evening. Um, so that kind of got me hooked as far as my foot in the door in the financial services industry. And then um, Beyond that, uh, I you know joined Fidelity in 2021, um, you know shortly after COVID, and yeah, I've been with Fidelity since.
2: That's awesome, and you know as you've been at Fidelity, and as you've brought different parts of your identity to Fidelity, have there been any people that you've been able to look at who have? Given you the motivation, the excitement to bring your full, authentic self into work every day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a couple people, but there's one that comes to mind the most. His name is Chad, and he was one of the first people that I think met that I met when it came to like onboarding with Fidelity. Chad Renfro, and at that time, I think his role was something in regards to like COVID relations. But he is um, very well spoken very smart guy and is also like tattooed (laughs) all over the place and doesn't necessarily look like, you know, your, your ideal financial services industry, you know, individual. And he made that very apparent when he first came on, he was like, I know I got tattoos and I I don't look like your, your typical financial advisor. And, you know, he really talked about EQ and IQ and, you know, what we look for and people that we, we work with and want to be associated with. And um, yeah, it's a very good entry and something I really appreciated as far as joining Fidelity and being comfortable and confident with, with who I want to be and the way I want to carry myself.
0: Thanks, Brandon. I, I think that that's really important to be able to bring your authentic self to work and, and be able to express your individuality and um, whether it's your heritage or you want to dye your hair blue or, or whatever you want to need at work to make yourself feel like you, um, I think that that's really important. And I know that you said your friend's dad had pulled you into kind of your introduction to the financial services industry. And certainly that is one way to get started in an industry. So how is that different than how you grew up and and some of the access that you had um, within your community and kind of your perspective on financial services as a whole?
1: You know, as far as my upbringing, the financial literacy or financial education conversations, there really weren't any. so very grateful for Ed and um, you know that opportunity as far as getting my foot in the door in the financial services industry. but as far as how it differs, you know I, I think if that opportunity wasn't put in front of me that I I wouldn't be here. you know the education and this is kind of left field, but the education system doesn't necessarily put you in a position to you know, learn financial literacy and yes, you you have certain schools that are offering electives and things like that. And as far as how it differs, you know, I I didn't necessarily have a ton of access to it. My family was really young. Um my family was very much so like the epitome of, of paycheck to paycheck. And um I, I suppose my my way of learning was learning what not to do. So I actually was very smart with money from a very young age bought my first car at 16 with cash um you know got a credit card that was joint with my mom when i was 16 and only used it for gas so i had a had a great credit score when i when i was on my own but outside of that you know i didn't really have any any understanding of you know how to invest how to you know position myself to a better degree for a better future whereas when you're in this industry you know, Fidelity does an amazing job of offering education, and you know, it's it's an open array of research that you have access to, which is awesome. But yeah, without being in the industry, I definitely wouldn't have delved anywhere near the depths I'm at now.
2: And what are ways that either maybe right now or in the future that you hope to give back to your community through financial literacy and some of the lessons that you may have learned?
1: The biggest way I suppose would be to just give back as much education as possible. I think it, it's so crazy. I was having this conversation with a friend the other day, but you know, we have all the access to education that we could possibly want, and oftentimes it's used for the wrong reasons. And I think just being in a position where you have a voice and you can use that voice in a positive way to express like certain benefits or certain things you can do to really better yourself, even if they're really minuscule, but you know. Small habits can can bring great benefits and just trying to be a good resource in that front and being able to leverage the education and the resources that I have to, I suppose, just educate other people.
0: That's great. I think that's really invaluable. And Obviously, being uh, in Minnesota is is drastically different um, than being in New York City. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about how you've adapted to the change, or maybe what you miss from home, or or a piece of your community that you brought with you that makes you proud of your heritage?
1: Yeah, as far as adapting to the change, it's definitely new. Um, you know, riding the subway and and. Public transit's very new and different. As far as you know, what I carry with me or what I take with me, I, I move a lot and very prideful of you know my heritage and my background. And you know, I have certain things that I, I suppose move everywhere with me. I have like little <laughs> native items. I have like a bow and arrow standing <laughs> on the wall right next to me, and you know, other I suppose just just native pieces of art. Aside from the physical items and, and some of the things I bring with me that remind me of, you know, family and my heritage, the other thing I'd say I bring with me everywhere is just my spiritual beliefs. You know, moving to New York, um, things can feel very different, but it was nice that Fidelity was like very respectful and accommodating to my my spiritual beliefs.
2: What are ways, especially as you may be a little bit further away from your family and some of your friends that you've grown up with, that you're able to... Keep with some of your customs and traditions um, and honor your heritage in a way where you're able to personally celebrate even if you may be a little bit further away from family.
1: Yeah, great question and I, I think it is hard when you're further away from family and you know you don't necessarily have some of the same same accessibility to appreciate or be a part of like some of those some of those um, celebrations, points of life, whatever it may be for me, and I, I suppose the advice I would give is just to stick to your guns and, and be yourself. I know far you and I had this conversation before to some degree, but I would always get nervous, for example, to like braid my hair and come into the office and, you know, after doing it once and just like understanding that, you know, this is part of who I am. This is very normal or accustomed to to my heritage and just being confident, and sticking to it. I think it's really nice when you can find an institution or, you know, a company that's willing to stand behind you on that. So really just being who you are, sticking to your guns, not necessarily changing to accommodate to anything. And obviously you have to be respectful of everything and there are certain restraints, but you know, being being who you are and, and sticking to who you are and finding somewhere that fits well with, with what that is.
0: I think that's such a great answer. Thank you so much for the time today, Brandon. Thank you also to our listeners and our very talented creative solutions team for always making these episodes happen. Please like, subscribe, comment. We wanna hear how you are bringing your authentic self to work. If you have a certain heritage that you're proud of, chime in in the comments and we will see you next time on the next episode of Side of the Desk. Thank you for listening to this Side of the Desk episode, and thank you to our recording studio and editors who make our episodes possible. For more information about working at Fidelity, check out fidelitycareers.com.